0: Hello, everyone. I'm Katie, and I'm Chelsea, and this is You Can't Stop Me Loving K-pop, a proud member of the Geek to Geek Media Network. Um, like, first off, happy 2021. <laughs> um, it feels like a long time since we recorded a new episode, so thank you to everyone who's sticking around while we were on a little break. Uh, thank you. Yes. I, I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah um so yeah on this week's episode we are going to be introducing a powerhouse k-pop group with 13 members a whole list of achievements and of course incredible music we're gonna be talking about 17 Woo. um kelly clarkson introduced them as a powerhouse k-pop group and i felt that that was a very worthy name so that's how we are now thinking about them
1: it's a very good description
0: uh i agree Um, So before we dive into this extremely detailed episode that I have created,
1: um, Chelsea,
0: what have you been doing?
1: Um, Well, I got a new TV for my living room because mine died. Yes. Uh, But the benefit to that is that it's a brand new Samsung TV, which means it has the Weverse app on the tv oh my so, god yes yeah, so now i can log in and watch all my purchases such as in the soup and then i decided to purchase bon voyage season four finally so now, so now i'm finally watching them all um so i've been doing that the last few days been watching that it's been really fun and then i'll probably like rewatch in the soup after to see it on the big screen and not just my phone nice um and then, honestly, like, it's been kind of a slow month for me, K-pop-wise, so even though it's not even a full month, but the f- the few weeks, I've just been listening to a lot of Red Velvet and also Seventeen in preparation for all of our episodes, just, want- just because I want to get familiar with a lot of their songs. Mm-hmm. So that's honestly really about it. <laughs> Oh, my. Just been working, like, watching True Beauty like the usual, basically. So, mm-hmm. Katie, what have you been up to?
0: Um, Well, Victin's album that we've been waiting forever to come out finally came out. So, I've been watching literally every video that's associated with them. Oh, my God. Did you watch their, like, music mm-hmm. video? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's such a good song. I feel like this might be their time to like get their first win. That would be, be great with this. I need it because it's so good. But also, I would like to have a personal conversation with them in deciding why Han Sung Woo is gonna be the first person out the gate when you just start the video. He's
1: just there. Honestly, I was,
0: like, I was like, you can't just throw my bias at me like that. Like, come on.
1: I know he's very center a lot of, oh, the video yeah. and performance.
0: Yeah, and then my background on my phone is Bianchen right now when he's got the feathers, like the wings when he's laying on the ground with the wings mm-hmm. behind him. That's my phone background, and it is sick. That's nice. That's all I got to say. Um, so, yeah, I've been doing a lot of VICTON stuff, which is great. I hope my albums come soon because I just really, really want to see what they look like. Um. And then after an extremely long impatient wait my bts seasons greetings box arrived um it's wonderful i like it mm-hmm. it's very it's very nice i've got my calendar over here i have three calendars on my desk right now three it's a little extensive but
1: i'll never it's not know what day it is. last year
0: <laughs> whoa 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 i said three on my desk i didn't say three oh. just in my
1: room <laughs> of course why did i assume
0: well it's well like last year's bts season's greeting isn't over because they give you they gave um january 2021 so that's still up here i've got my nct um 127 calendar so i got tay hill to look at right now and then Mm -hmm. the bts the new one for bts is also Mm -hmm. here and then back on my bookshelf is astro right amazing and it's mj i think is the current calendar yeah so that's what I've got. And my other Astro one from last year, too, is still, like, hanging around. So it's just, like, Jinjin, Jin, just, like, chilling. Yes. Even though that month is over. So whatever. Um, But, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what to do with it. It's just, like, sitting here. I don't know what to do with it. Um, I also got my one Fanship box, finally, in the mail after, like, oh, my. It feels like a year. It's been, like, a year almost. I was going like, to say,
1: haven't they put up the, like, renewal already for it? Oh, <laughs> No. God, I hope not. Oh, no. I I don't know. I thought I heard that. That would be really funny if they
0: did. not like, I just got my fanship box. Maybe you guys joked about it so
1: much that I thought that it actually was.
0: I mean, po- possibly. Um, I also signed up to be an official carrot. So I signed oh. up for Seventeen's fan club also. So mm-hmm. I don't know whenever I'll get that fanship box. I'm still waiting for the BTS one. Like.
1: Oh yeah, that one's been delayed for a lot of people too, huh?
0: Yep, I don't know when I'll get that. One day, probably. Eventually. Um, but yeah, we don't need to talk about the Weaver Shop and how they don't send things out quickly at all or help you when you have questions about stuff. Um, But I did make this super fancy K-pop pin display that I've been working on for like a week and I finished the last one yesterday and it looks really great. I'm very, very happy with them. I took embroidery hoops and fabric and put them together so I could display my pins on them, and they look really good. Um, And also, I've just been living in a GOT7 hole for the last week. Yes. (laughs) So, I'm okay, though, but I did buy more versions of their album, which was really stupid. (laughs) So... (laughs) Just really wanted the Jin Young one, so I found it and I bought it. I also bought JB, and I am very happy. Also, the number of Mark photo cards I have, my God!
1: <laughs> I mean, fine. he was fighting to be your bias recently, anyway. He is. He my just bias heard you now. and was like, "You're welcome." <laughs> that's that's
0: and yeah, I have three biases now and got seven. Jin Young, jackson and mark congratulations yugyam is still fighting for that role though he's like pushing real hard he's he's the wrecker for sure he's, he wrecks me so hard same with bam bam it was really funny when i picked mark to be my third bias and got seven everyone was like not bam bam i'm like what the <laughs> bam bam is a wrecker he will always be a wrecker skirt skirt always yes but anyways, moving on for the news in K-pop, because speaking of GOT7, it was officially announced that none of the members of GOT7 will be re-signing their contract with JYP Entertainment. However, this does not mean the end of GOT7. It's been an emotional roller coaster in general regarding this situation, because it's basically like the end of an era, pretty mm-hmm. much. So... It doesn't mean the end of GOT7, it simply means that they will no longer be a JYP group. So the individual members will either sign with other companies or pursue their other interests for a while. Um, We hope that everyone continues to support the members in whatever solo activities that they pursue for the time being. And then when the time is right, GOT7 will be back. After all, GOT7 officially owns their name and their discography, so they're, this is not an end. It's simply a fresh start as something new. Um, the members spent so much time trying to reassure Agassé like, that, that they're not going away. It's GOT7 forever. That for the time being, they will be pursuing other activities. Like, Jackson is... Buckled down real hard in putting out new music. He just completed like what I think is a whole album in the mm-hmm. last week.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: um, He was going on Instagram and like updating people every single day. He was like, finished another song, finished another thing. And we're just like, Jackson, what are you doing? He's working um, hard. He did, but I don't know if you saw his Instagram live. He was so cute. He was like really tired, but like people think that he at one point he was crying a little bit because he Aww. misses the fans so much and like the whole situation and everything. Um, but things will get better. Um, it's rumored that Jin Young is going to sign with Big Hit and continue pursuing acting, and then Um Yugiom is potentially signing with AOMG, which is the company that Jay Park started, who is also a former JYP um, artist, uh, potentially other, like, like both, um, Young Jay and JB have also been contacted by other entertainment companies to sign with them. Um, same thing with Bam Bam. And then Mark has announced that he's going to be coming home to the United States to spend time with his family in Los Angeles, where he's from. Um, and he started a YouTube channel and he's going to become a streamer and then also start putting out music and different things like that here in the United States. This got to the point where literally his family, like, because his brother is a streamer, joey they went on joey's stream and they were like guys this isn't the end it's fine don't well they were like trying to reassure because people were just panicking mm-hmm. i was one of them don't worry i was there with you guys so it's gonna be fine things are gonna get better if anything this is good this is a good thing that not being part of jyp anymore is a really 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 good thing and you can see it like on their faces in their body language in the way they express themselves because if you haven't watched the performance for the golden disc awards you really really should because the joy and happiness like when they won album of they got an album of the year best album um award they were literally like skipping out there and i've never seen them that happy like ever it's adorable it was so cute but also you should watch it because this is literally their last performance as got seven for the time being
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um it was emotional as hell but it was super good um they're beyond happy and that's how it should be and then they also just had their seventh anniversary which was yesterday um and they'll be leaving jyp in two days on the 19th so yeah got seven we'll see what happens Uh, And then a new Tiny Tan animation video was released. Um, It was literally, I spent the entire morning yesterday
1: just, like, sobbing. (laughs) I got a notification and I was like, oh, cute, another Tiny Tan video. Hits play. Here's zero o'clock. Starts crying. (laughs) it was like okay so
0: i got like a, a double a double whammy because uh, got seven put out a seventh anniversary got seven forever mm-hmm. video so i was like all emotional from that and then i watched the tiny tan thing i was like devastated i was not ready <laughs> so the video is called dream on and it features the song zero o'clock if you haven't watched it you should it is absolutely beautiful It's beautiful. It is very beautiful and like hits home real hard. (laughs) Especially the freaking happy, warm smile from Yoongi at the end. I can't handle
1: it. I can't handle it. When he turned back, I was like, how dare you?
0: he did and then like i sent you all of those did i send you all i sent you all of those tweets and stuff of mm-hmm. people like breaking it down and like the meaning behind the video and all the different stuff and i was like i was sobbing through the video and then i went on twitter and like what was really funny is when one person is like why is my entire timeline crying and then someone links the video and they're like oh i'm crying <laughs> okay. oh, oh i'm crying now too thanks yeah thank you <laughs> um so that happened victim's full album as i mentioned finally came out the title track is called what i said and if you haven't watched the video you should it's amazing um ab6 is having a comeback very soon also i believe it's this week um i think it's a repackaged version of salute which was their last album Mm -hmm. um either way it's gonna be phenomenal um, Seventeen made their US TV debut with a performance of Home Run on The Late Late Show with James Corden and then they performed Left and Right on The Kelly Clarkson Show um, my favorite TikTok recently was this girl who was like I really love Seventeen so I wanted to see their performance on The Kelly Clarkson Show I'm so glad I had subtitles turned on so I can understand what they were saying and it would be like Left and Right and then in parentheses singing in foreign
1: language yes I had that too <laughs> I had that, too, and I was like, why do I have this on, (laughs) turns Cool, cool
0: subs. Thanks. Thanks for that. Cool, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I found on the K-pop subreddit that IU will release a pre-release single for her upcoming fifth full-length album on January 27th.
1: Yes, it's called celebrity. She like posted this photo of her like coming out of like a glamorous door and it's like her dressed beautifully and it says hashtag celebrity. It's gonna be good. Oh, I mean yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not biased in any way. <laughs> nope,
0: not at all. I use Amazing. It takes everything in me not to buy the like case of Soju when I go to the the Asian market. Because yeah. like she's
1: on the box. <laughs> I know. Same. I walked past it and I was like, I can't drink that much alcohol. <laughs> I know. She's so pretty though.
0: Um, The Dreamcatcher light stick. Can we talk about this? It's not even a light. It's like a light staff. Have you seen the pictures of this thing? I have not.
1: Is it, um, is it larger than the Luna wand? Ch- it's a legitimate staff. Okay. No, I'm a, let me look and, this up. And it you...
0: comes with a robe. A robe. Well,
1: to be f- the Luna one comes with
0: a cape. This is a robe, Chelsea. The- Look it up. Look it up now. I am. It's very important.
1: Doo, doo, doo. I'm just kidding. Yes. Images. And they just celebrated
0: their fourth anniversary,
1: so happy anniversary, Dreamcatcher. My God. Wait, they had to break it down to three parts that you screw together? Yes. No. Yes. I mean, that's dope as hell. Can you imagine showing up to a concert like that with with <laughs> yes. the freaking like hooded robes and the staffs yes. and just be and like, imagine security just seeing that and being like, what kind of freaking cult is this?
0: Weird. I don't know. I don't know what the do you know what the fandom name is for Dreamcatcher?
1: I can look it up.
0: I don't know. But I feel like I just I, w- I want to join because one i know their music is really good but also like i want a light staff
1: honestly it looks so cool i'm super impressed
0: they showed it in like one of their v lives and people were just shook like <laughs> um but i'll keep moving on while you look that up so treasure also released their first full length album um i found it insomnia insomnia why am I not standing Dreamcatcher? Because I feel like this is exactly like the kind of group just in my life I am.
1: I have heard some of their songs, but I have not dived into their discography. So maybe we should do that. Well, p- putting that on the list. Yep.
0: <laughs> um, I mentioned The Treasure has a full-length album out now. You should check it out. Um Cravity, which is from uh Starship Entertainment. Um, their latest comeback will be out very soon the second teaser for the title track my turn has been released i watched it looks pretty good um let's see wavy just celebrated their second anniversary so happy anniversary to wavy yay i'm very proud to be a Wazeny because i love them so much um and then nct is doing the freaking 24-hour relay cam again <laughs> what a nightmare <laughs> I don't know We're- if anybody's actually watched that. Like I, was I watched say remind
1: me what this is.
0: So basically it starts with one person and they do an hour and then they pass the camera on to the oh, next person. Yes. And it, yes, it all says. of the passing equals a whole 24 hours and it goes through yes. all of the members. That and makes they're, sense. They're doing all of NCT this year.
1: This time. Well I mean, they could easily do that.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, they've got twenty three people. <laughs>
1: yeah they'll just dedicate the last hour to all of them
0: um i watched last year last times and it was jo- it was jay hyun was in the morning so you got to see his like wake up morning routine and you like spent far too much time with him like hanging out in his bedroom and stuff in the dorm and then from there it went to johnny and they had coffee together they had, like a coffee date so it was amazing but also like Jaehyun is like one of my old biases so it was just like too much and then like Johnny is also one of my biases from NCT so god mm-hmm. god save me it was um, a lot in the morning <laughs> yes it's a lot to do within the morning I'm just saying and that goes for you too 1-0. we see those photos we know <laughs> choose violence every morning Jeez. anyways and the last thing I want to mention is that Stray Kids dropped this like song slash video yesterday, which nobody was prepared for. <laughs> it was uh the song is called Makne on Top and it was a song written by Ian Banchan, and Chambin, and all three of them are in this video. I can't even tell you about it because it just it's too shocking. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still shook. Chelsea just watched it. It's amazing go watch it like ian is having some sort of glow up and i'm not prepared to deal with that it's too soon he's not 23 yet no no he was like my ian is like my straight kids bias wrecker but he's my bias wrecker because of like he's so smiley and happy and sweet not 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 in this Mm -mm. no Mm -mm. no Mm -mm. Mm -mm. this is like a different this is like it's different it's different i and i'm not ready for you to grow up yet calm down <laughs> you're not 23 relax but anyways that's there was probably other stuff that happened it's been kind of quiet but also like kind of busy at the same time like always yeah um so yeah moving on to our main topic 17 so during this episode we will discuss the history of the group and then i'm going to introduce the members and then we're gonna do other episodes to talk about their discography because there's no we'd be here all day long talking about 17.
1: Yeah. Because like there's, I messaged you earlier this week. I was like, maybe the first episode we just talk about the members and like that's it. Cause
0: I think that's why I kept asking you to delay was because I was so stressed about trying to fit everything into like two episodes. Like there's no, no way.
1: There's literally no way.
0: No. So Yeah, we're just going to talk about the group history and then the members, and then we'll reveal our biases, and then we'll end it there. Mm -hmm. Move on from there. Okay, so Seventeen is a South Korean boy group under Playdust Entertainment, and also technically big hit entertainment as of May of last year. Um, Seventeen debuted on May 26th of 2015. The group has 13 members, as well as three specialized subunits. Since debut, Seventeen has released three studio albums and 10 EPs. I feel like I'm announcing on a sports show right now. (laughs) Um, Seventeen is considered a self-producing idol group because the members are actively involved in the songwriting, choreographing, and and other aspects of their performance, as well as composition and production of all of their music. Um, And then the fandom is called Carrots. Aww. They also have the most beautiful light stick on the planet. And I will yes. fight anybody who says differently.
1: No, honestly.
0: It is beautiful. It's my favorite light stick. Out of all the light sticks that I own, it's like 17s. And then it's like Monster X's version two because it's gorgeous. And then like 80s and like straight kids. Anyways. Um, so group history. There's a lot. Let's do this. We can do this. Chime in at any point, Chelsea, so people don't have to listen to me talk for the next hour. (laughs) Let
1: let me know if you want to pass the baton.
0: Cool, cool. I might when we get to talking about the members, so I don't have to talk so much.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Okay, so group history. So starting in 2013, 17 appeared in regular live broadcasts on a show called 17 TV on the online streaming platform Ustream. The show had multiple seasons in which the trainees were introduced and shown practicing performances with some seasons ending in like 17 concerts. And then prior to their debut, 17 appeared on the reality show 17 project big debut plan on MBC. The show concluded with 17's debut on May 26th of 2015. So their live debut showcase was televised on MBC. MC- they are the first male K-pop group to debut with an hour-long live showcase on a major broadcasting channel. That's pretty standard now. Yes. So I think with uh just pausing for like a second, I think a lot of the things that people forget is that there are actually a lot of groups that hit a lot of the firsts for specific things. Um, mm-hmm. Besides other groups that um, uh, people normally think about, like got seven, got a lot of first 17 is one of those groups. that's literally as popular as some of the other very top groups that people forget that they're that popular. Yeah. And also the carrots are like the chillest people. I love them. Like I love this fandom and I love being uh, a stand for 17 so much. Okay, so three days later after their debut, their first EP, 17 Carat, was released, was digitally released. And then 17 Carat became the longest charting K-pop album of the year in the U.S. and was the only rookie album to appear on Billboard's 10 Best K-pop Albums of 2015 chart. Like, 17 was killing it right out the door. <laughs> Just That's right. In September, their second EP was released, which became the highest-selling rookie album of 2015. The album's success earned the group awards at the uh, at the Golden Disc Awards, the Soul Music Awards, and the Guyon Chart K-pop Awards. I can do this. Um, Seventeen was also the only K-pop group on Billboard's 21 Under 21 2015 Hottest music, music's hottest young stars list. They literally had... Every single person in seventeen was under the age of 21. I'm dying right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Makes sense, though. It does. Um, So they released their first studio album, which resulted in their first um, music show win with Pretty You in 2016. So just a year after debuting. They later released a repackage of their first studio album featuring the lead single, Very Nice, which is legitimately one of my favorite songs on the planet. And it's also the song with That Never Ends. Yes. If you've ever watched any of their performances that are live, that includes this song. (laughs) Okay, so 17th's first Asian tour 2016, Shining Diamonds, which included venues. They went on like a tour, concert tour. It included venues in South Korea, Japan, Singapore, Indonesia, Australia, and China. And then in December of 2016, they released their third EP. These boys are busy. So now we're in 2017. They held six concerts in Japan called the 17 Concert, Japan Concert, Say the Name, hashtag 17. Um, These concerts were quite successful, even though Seventeen had yet to officially debut in Japan, and they also became the first idol group to have a second season of the show one fine day after filming the series uh, during their stay in Japan. Um, Seventeen released their 14th... 14th? (laughs) Just kidding. Fourth. Fourth. <laughs> they went from third to 14th. <laughs> yeah, they did. They were busy. Released their fourth EP, which peaked at number one in Korea. And then they released a series of videos titled 2017-17 uh, Project. I'm going to get tired of saying the word 17 by the end of this <laughs> thing. Yes. Um, And then they also released three music music videos cha- uh, subtitled Chapter 0. 0.5 before AL1, which subsequently were uploaded so like they were all all those videos were uploaded ale one is the name of one of their albums they're like Mm -hmm. album before this one okay so the group completed their first world tour 2017 17 (laughs) first world tour diamond edge man 2017 and their name being 17 is such a nightmare (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's a tongue twister it is So during this tour, they visited 13 cities in Asia and North America. Then in November of that same year, they released their second studio album. And then we are now in 2018. So February of 2018, a special director's cut of their second studio album was released. And this album included four new songs. And then... Pretty much like five days after this album's album was released, Time magazine named 17 on their list of six best K-pop groups to know about. Yeah, you should That's know about impressive. them. Which is why you're listening and I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So wrapping up 2018, 17 officially debuted in Japan in May with their first Japanese mini-album. And then they released their fifth EP in July which received platinum status to killing it. Yeah. All right. Last year, this is when I found them. Not last year, 2019. That's when I discovered 17. They released their sixth EP in January 2019 with the title track Home. Um, And that title track was so significantly pop, was such a significantly popular release. It won them 10 trophies at weekly music awards Um, And they attained two Triple Crowns, which consist of three consecutive wins on any one weekly music show, and then a Grand Slam, which consists of winning trophies on Music Bank, Ikigayo, uh, M Countdown, and Show Music Core, and Show Champion in a single promotion period.
1: (laughs) Wow. Makes sense. That's such a good song.
0: Home is a really good song, and I actually think that this was the first EP that I was a fan of the group that was released mm-hmm. so like this was the first album that i was actually there for like concept
1: photos and pre-release yeah stuff. i remember it coming out and i remember like being obsessed with it yes
0: okay so then on may 29th at 17 released their first japanese single happy ending which peaked at number one on the Orcon daily singles chart and went on to receive platinum status by riaj and then on june 24th of 2019 17 announced their world tour ode to you which stops in asia north america and europe however the last leg of this tour was sadly canceled due to covid 19 so they never actually made it to europe which sucks i know some people that are very upset about that
1: mm-hmm
0: Um, But what can you do? So then in September, they released their third studio album, which is called An Ode, which granted the group's first uh, Dossang or Grand Prize for Album of the Year. And it also was critically acclaimed as the K-pop Album of the Year by Billboard. Dang. Which makes sense because this
1: album is sick. Also saw them twice on this tour. (laughs) You got to see them twice while 90% of their tour did not. (laughs)
0: No, I feel really bad about that now. Oh, no. So, no, no, no. <laughs> so, no, this is one of the, like, I've gone to a lot of K-pop concerts solo because that's just how things work. So I went to this concert, like, legitimately fully by myself, like I did the BTS one. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to this concert, it the LA one. It was so good. I still have all of my stuff from it, like, because this was the first it's been a long time since joshua has been home so they had like all of our uh banners said like welcome home which was really Aww. sweet but dude this group is sick live the first time i ever saw 17 was at k-con mm-hmm. dude did i see them three times in the same year i straight up did i didn't even think <laughs> about that <laughs> i'm Way gonna to leave go. i'll leave i'm so sorry and then I saw them in Seattle, which was the very last show of their U.S. leg of their tour. So it was really good, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I hope get I hope things will get better so that they can play like they can finish the concert and like do the Europe leg again. Yeah. So like everyone can get to see it because they're totally worth seeing live. Like <sighs> anyways, moving on. Um, In April of 2020, Seventeen released their second Japanese single, securing the first place position on uh, Billboard's Japan Hot 100 chart. And in May, they released a docuseries called Hit the Road. Um, This show featured... Followed Seventeen while they were on the Ode to You tour. And... I did not finish watching that show like I had started it but didn't finish it so I didn't even get to see like when they went to like the two legs of the show that I went to like the two concerts that I actually attended oh dang I know I need to watch it it's on YouTube so people can watch it Mm -hmm. and then on June in June of 2020 17 released their seventh EP which sold 1 million copies in under a week and securing a number one spot on 27 um iTunes charts around the world and then on – this was the first album to hit a million copies sold, by the way. That was that one. And then on July 7th, that album took the number number one on the Oricon Weekly album chart, and then 17 became the first foreign male group in 12 years to do so, breaking the previous record held by the Backstreet Boys. Oh, my God. <laughs> My past is coming back to haunt me. Backstreet Boys were super popular in Japan, which makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, I did not know that.
0: Yeah, they were. They were very popular in Japan, which I love. But it's hilarious that that's, like, Seventeen's the one who broke that record because, like, Mm -hmm. they're they're the current current group I love. (laughs) Okay. And then in September, Seventeen released their second Japanese EP called 24 Hour. I absolutely love the Japanese version of this song. Mm Mm-hmm definitely because like the korean one is really really good and the japanese one is like even, even better, better. <laughs> okay so they're like not that 17 has they've been so busy is ridiculous <laughs> okay so now we've hit october of last year 17 released their second special album um which sold over a million copies during pre-orders alone which is like the only other album they've ever had hit um a million sales which means their next album is probably going to be even like more sales than the last one um and then most recently 17 made their us tv debut where they performed on the late late show with james corden and then on the kelly clarkson show they were also did a reaction to their own like performance on the fine brothers and then they're having a an online show next weekend by the way Mm. which is the whole reason that I bought my fan club membership. So I could get that discount on the ticket, (laughs) but also I've been trying, I've been thinking about buying the carrot membership for like a very long time. But yeah, that's pretty much their history. Um, 17 has been very busy. They also have a reality show called going 17, which they consistently do, which is posted on YouTube. You should watch it. It's very funny. Seventeen is a hot mess always, and they're very, very funny.
1: <laughs> they are chaotic.
0: They are insane. There was an episode most recently of them going on, like, a one-day trip, and they were all, like, super drunk to the point where Mingyu went to kick a ball and kicked himself in the face. No. <laughs> he kicked the ball, no. and it, like... Ricocheted off a building and hit him right in the face, and like, (laughs) then everybody was laughing. As Coops was super drunk, and so was Hoshi, and like, everyone was drunk, it was
1: really funny. Oh man,
0: okay. So, 17, they're amazing. So, let's talk about the members. There's a lot of them, so we're gonna get through this. So, for member introductions, we're gonna go by subunit, which I had mentioned that they had three subunits. Um, so everyone knows which member is part of which subunit. And then as I mentioned at the very beginning, 17 is made up of 13 members plus three subunits plus a whole group, which equals 17. They're on they were on the Knowing Brothers or whatever, and somebody, I think it was the guy from who's part of, I forgot who who it was, asked them why they were called 17 if there's only 13 of them, and Hoshi lost his shit. It was they the, probably get asked that all the time. They do. And he was yelling and he was, like, he was like, why would you ask that just because we're called 17? And then he said something. He was like, are the members of Super Junior Superhumans? <laughs> <laughs> but then Vernon explained it. He said there's 13 members plus three subunits plus the whole group together equals 17. That's where their name comes from. So, yeah, I didn't make that up. That was
1: legitimately what Vernon said. Oh, no, no. I've heard that before,
0: yeah, and then all the members have matching pinky rings, which they gave to each other in a ring ceremony,
1: yeah, it was it was part of their their show, right? yeah, they had like they gave them to them, then they took them away and basically said they had to earn them back mm-hmm. and then their parents gave it to them, like they had their parents give it to them, yes, at the ceremony.
0: And then they recently got new, ver- updated versions of their rings, which they gave to each other.
1: That's amazing. That's yeah. Amazing.
0: What is it? I saw a little clip of it. I was going to watch it, but there's no English subtitles, so I have to find it somewhere so I can watch it. Um, Dino was giving s Coops his. Aww. It was really cute. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, subunits. We're going to start with the hip-hop unit and go through there. So, hip hop unit, starting with Chelsea talking about her man. Here you go.
1: Okay. S. <laughs> <laughs> he is the leader, hip hop team leader, main rapper, and sub vocalist. His representative emoticon is Cherries.
0: I don't know. They all had representative
1: emoticons, apparently. I love it. I, I don't love know. it. His okay. stage name is S. Comes, which comes from. S, his name, Sung and then Koops, Kudeta Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, he became a trainee in 2010. S. Koops was supposed to debut with Newest, which I did know. He was even, in, I think, in one of their videos. Oh, which is up spoiling my own thing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he was formerly a member of Tempest before Seventeen was created. He starred in after-school blues... Wonderboy MV and newest Face MV, uh, which I watched recently. He's adorable. Aww. <laughs> he was supposed to debut in Tempest along Jihoon, or Woozy, mm-hmm. but the group disbanded pre-debut. Uh, in November 2019, S. Scoops took a short hiatus to receive treatment for anxiety and returned March 2020. He has a driver's license and does not like lemons. I just thought that was was funny. It's a very specific thing. Um, He said if he could add another member into the hip hop unit, he would add Hoshi so he could choreograph their choreographies for them. He tries to present himself strongly, but in reality, he is someone who is easily moved to tears. Whenever the members cry, it makes him cry as well. And he has credits for writing and composing a lot of songs for the group on nearly all of their albums and EPs.
0: I love Scoops. He's amazing.
1: All right. Um, do you want to go every other?
0: Sure. Well, is it Scoops I'm take, or S Scoops? It's S Scoops. I just call him Scoops.
1: Oh no, no, no! I was just—I didn't want to mispronounce. No, it's S Scoops. Sorry. Cool, cool.
0: Um, I'm gonna do the next two because I really want to talk about my own.
1: Yes, of course.
0: Okay, so uh, next is Wonwoo, who is lead rapper and also a sub vocalist, and his representative emoticon is a kitty. Makes a lot of sense. Um, Okay, so during an episode of Weekly Idol, he introduced himself as the member with the lowest voice in 17, also very accurate. Um, he became a trainee in 2011 and he started off as a singer, but people told him he had a good voice for rapping. So from that point forward, he basically focused on hip hop and became a rapper, which he kills it in both. He's a great vocalist and he's a great rapper and his voice is very deep and I love it. Um, one wears uh, prescription glasses or contact lenses because of his poor eyesight. I feel for you, bro. Right there with you. <laughs> uh, he doesn't like seafood. <laughs> okay? Uh, he's got his driver's license including an international driver's license so he can drive for them oh. in other countries. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, he says he looks like a he looks cold due to his sharp eyes, but he's actually really a warm person. Um he appeared in Nuice's face video and then Hello Venus's Venus video, music video. Um, He also has credits uh, for writing a good number of the songs on the different albums and EPs. And then Wenwu also feeds Stray Cats in his neighborhood, which I freaking love. That's cute. He's so cute. And then I'm also going to talk about the next person because it's Mingyu. What's up? He is the lead rapper, sub vocalist, visual and face of the group. And also accurate definitely those things his representative emoji con is a puppers he's a dog he's a dog person apparently that's fine um he's the tallest member of the group he ranks himself as number one in visuals in the hip-hop unit he became a trainee in 2011 and he's in charge of hairstyling in the group wow they really do everything
1: they do they do everything (laughs)
0: He's also recently super gotten into photography. So the most recent episode, I don't know if it's recent he got into photography, but he's a really great photographer actually. Mm. Um, in the most recent episode of Going 17, they like put on a photo shoot and the photos, just like the previews of them in the episode are like amazing. Wow. Yeah. Mii is taking all the pictures and then they're all doing all the styling and hairstyles for all the different members. Like, all of them are doing it themselves. I gotta watch that. I will never be over Hoshi's outfit because my God. <laughs> Anyways, moving on from there. Um, he appeared in Nuis's face video and also Hello Venus's Venus music video, and he's part of the 97 line group chat. Uh, of course he is. <laughs> Um, he has several writing and composition credits for Seventeen's discography, and then he was an MC on Inkigayo from 2018 to 2019. And he's left-handed. What's up? So am I. Um, Mingyu used to play bass in a high school band, which is super cute. He's also in charge of changing all the light bulbs because he's tall. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Um, He worked as a part-time, as a barista part-timer in a coffee shop before 17. And then the meaning behind his name is that Min means precious gemstone and Yu means star. So he is a precious gemstone that shines like a star. Aww. (laughs) Yeah,
1: he is. That's cute. I'm just
0: saying. I love Ming Yu so much. Okay, go ahead.
1: All right, next we have Vernon, who is the main rapper, sub-vocalist, visual, and face of the group. His emoticon is a turtle. He is Korean-American. He was born in New York, moved to Korea when he was five years old. He became a trainee in 2012, and he got cast at a station in front of his middle school. Vernon was 14 years old when he got street casted. That's crazy. Yeah. 14. Um, He was in Man of K's Falling MV, Hello Venus's Venus MV, and Orange Caramel's My Copycat MV. Vernon competed in Show Me the Money 4, but got eliminated in the third round. He has uh, writing and composing credits, and his stage name is both his middle name and his mom's surname. He is really close to Kino of Pentagon. That's really cute.
0: Yeah, I love Vernon.
1: And then we move on to the vocal unit. Uh, We have Woozy, who is a vocal team leader, lead vocalist, producer. His representative emoticon is a bowl of rice. (laughs) I don't know. I looked at that
0: and I was like, oh, my. Okay.
1: (laughs) When he was younger, he did classical music for a long time. He played the clarinet and band instruments. He became a trainee in 2011. And like we said earlier, he was supposed to debut in Tempest along as Scoops, but the group disbanded pre debut. Woozy does not have the thought to get a driver's license and he uses KKO taxi black taxi black? Oh, like so he's basically like their version of Uber, just Uber's around. Yep, Bro, d- bro doesn't drive. Gotcha. And you know what? I don't blame him. I don't blame him. <laughs> he was in Hello Venus is Venus. Apparently all of Seventeen was in this video. We, just need, we need to go back and watch it. Um, he was also a newest Face MV and Orange Caramel's uh, My Copycat MV. He is also a talented composer and producer. He wrote and co-produced IOI's Downpour. Woozi is now a member of KMCA, Korea Music Copyright Association. Writing, he has done a lot of writing, composing, and arranging. And he admitted he feels burdened being Seventeen's composer because he's afraid if they fail, it will be his fault. He is the album producer. He decides the concept, makes the songs, writes the lyrics, and thinks about what order they should go in. Seventeen's musical composition is worked on by all the members, but about 80% of it is done by him. And it makes him happier than anything when fans say that their songs are really good. Which they are, Good they job. are, like
0: Woozy does a great job. Like I get, I get, like he must feel a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. He does like eighty percent of everything, and it's it's insane. Um, and all their songs are like phenomenal. So don't worry, man. You're doing a great job. Don't worry. Honestly, okay. So next we have Jung Hyun. Um, yeah, Jung Hyun. He was our lead vocalist and visual. His uh, representative emoji con is a smiley face with a halo, so he's like an angel. I don't believe him. <laughs> don't believe that. <laughs> it's a lie.
1: Like, That's a lie.
0: <laughs> it's a lie. Um, so he became a trainee in 2013. He ha- also has his driver's license. He can play bass guitar, and then also uh, he and Hoshi were uh, appeared as guest judges on King of Mass Singer. He has credits for both writing and composing on their albums. And the meaning behind his name is that uh, Jung means clean and then Han means country. So he's a clean country. Sure. Sure. (laughs) I'm here for it. Um, He listens to the members' troubles and they confide in him a lot. And it makes him really happy that they, like, seek him out to talk to him about how they're feeling and stuff. And apparently he is the worst cook in 17 there always has to be one sorry bro <laughs>
1: okay all right oh, is that it or yeah go ahead okay uh then we have joshua who is the lead vocalist and visual uh his emoticon is a reindeer slash bunny well he had a reindeer and then also a bunny so okay so he has two gotcha <laughs> Um, he is also Korean American from Los Angeles. He is full Korean, but was raised in the U S he joined Pledis entertainment and began, began his training in 2013. He can speak five different languages. Wow. That is a lot. Um, he is credited for writing and composing. Uh, he plays the guitar really well. He has a bright personality and when he's with the other members or close friends, his spirits are often high. He used to have a shy personality, but after living with the members, his real self came out. And then you wrote something? Yes.
0: Um, so when Seventeen came to perform in LA, uh, for the OTU to tour, I was obviously going because I love Seventeen. Um, one of my coworkers was like, Hey, do you like that K-pop group with like uh 17 and i was like yeah he goes oh well i used to take the same school bus as joshua like in high school dang that's cool i was like excuse me <laughs> like <laughs> you're on the same bus as joshua i was dying i was like that is amazing that's really really cool I, of course cool. i of course played it super cool and i was like whoa that's really awesome that's super cool inside i'm dying like i'm like, like oh what? my god what? that's so cool <laughs> but yeah I just thought I'd throw that in there. Okay. So, now we have DK who is one of our main vocalists and he became a trainee in 2012. He is Seventeen's Happy Virus. Oh, he's so cute. Um, he is Uh, got credits for writing and composing on several of their songs and then he was recently I don't know how recent this is but I read about it that he was cast as King Arthur in the musical Excalibur which I don't think has happened yet because of COVID so okay but also he looks like he could be King Arthur I'm just throwing that out there definitely Um, He said he was when he first joined the entertainment company, he felt scared and lonely, but he's the member that got along with everyone the fastest, which is cool. He says he has a great passion for the things he likes. So sometimes he can get greedy when he sings. I've seen that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's also part of the 97 line group chat. It's like three people in this group that are part of that group chat. Mm-hmm. Um, he thinks his role in the group is to liven up their aura. So he tries to make everyone laugh. And he also has one of the most beautiful voices. Aww. Um legitimately. If I ever need like a thing to make me laugh or like just a serotonin boost, Google DK screaming. <laughs> okay (laughs) okay there's a video it was like an episode of going 17 i think you have to like skip through the video to like a certain point where they're doing that like blind box thing where like they stick their hand in the box and they have to like touch the thing and figure out what it is He was like absolutely terrified the entire time and so he finally puts his finger down or like he reaches his whole hand down and touches what it is it's just udon noodles it's nothing weird oh my god but like he touches it and it's probably like wet and mushy he immediately pulls he screams like and they put a little dolphin so like mm-hmm. i don't know who was doing the like like whoever was doing the editing and the subtitles amazing because <laughs> they put a dolphin and he like screams and he throws himself against the wall and he's like waving his arm on the wall it is <laughs> the funniest thing i've ever seen <laughs> and like the other members are just dying they're laughing so hard and then at one point like i think mingyu and um are like holding him up and like they do that thing where it looks like he just like powers down and you see like his soul leave his body like that happened yeah (laughs) it was it was so it was so funny And there's like a moment where he reaches his hand back in the box and one of the members like touches his finger and he like grabs the finger and the look of absolute just like, because he realizes when his his face changes from being terrified to just absolute betrayal. Like he just looks betrayed. It's the funniest thing. It's the funniest like three minutes ever. I'm going to send it to you so you can watch it because I was dying. I watched it earlier.
1: Oh, that sounds so good. I can't wait. I'm gonna send it to
0: you. Okay, that's it. DK, amazing. I love him.
1: All right. Then we have Seong who is the main vocalist and face of the group. His representative emoticon is an orange. hmm Um, he is seventeen's mood maker. I could see that. I could see that. Um he became a trainee in twenty twelve. He was offered to join JYP, but he rejected the offer. He won the Rookie Entertainer Award in 2018 for his work on variety shows. Um, He has writing and composing credits as well as OST work, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, He says he wants to be good at everything. Well, you are, okay? You are. (laughs) Our precious boo. He's good at everything. He's good at everything. He's very sensitive and he gets really moved when he sees their fans at concerts and he takes song lyrics meanings very seriously. That's adorable. I love it. If you want
0: another serotonin boost, just Google uh, Vernon slapping Kwan and that will give you the best energy boost ever. They were, I think it was a fan. Was it a fan meet or something? Well, Vernon, like, went up and pulled the... I don't know if you've seen this video. Have you seen this video? Mm-mm, mm-mm. He goes up and takes the, like... They're all, like, taking Post-its off of this wall to, like, answer questions. Mm-hmm. And Vernon walks up and takes the question, and he reads it in English so that Siong Quan doesn't understand what he's saying. And okay. it says, what is your favorite part of Siong Quan? And he goes... Okay, so he reads it, and no one understands except the translator, I think Mingyu and Joshua. Those are the mm-hmm. only ones who, like, speak really fluent English, right? Yeah. So he reaches over, he puts the post note back, and he reaches over, and he picks up Kwan, and he, like, walks him forward to the front of the stage, and he goes, my favorite part of Kwan is... And then he spins him around and slaps him on the butt. <laughs> and when he does it, he gives this, like... Like this, like, specific type of grin on his face. Like, yeah, that's right. And, like, I don't, I think Quan, like, died because he didn't understand what was happening. And then when he, like, when it happened, he just, like, m- was so embarrassed and, like, melted to the floor. It was so funny. And, like, you can see there's, like, it's Joshua and, like, someone else sitting towards the front of the stage. And, and they, nobody knew what was going on. And, like, um, so like they were like what happened and so like uh joshua like tells them like tells the person in like in korea like what just happened and like Mm -hmm. he starts laughing and as coops reaches out and like high fives like vernon as he walks by or whatever (laughs) it was so funny i'm gonna send you that one too because i watch the video all the time
1: i'm i am very happy to go down the rabbit hole of 17
0: yes it's everything okay Moving on to the performance unit, we're going to talk about Hoshi. (laughs) This man is dangerous. I just want to throw that out
1: there. Oh, yeah. Definitely. He
0: he is our performance team, uh, performance unit team leader. He's our dance, our main dancer, lead vocalist, and also a sub rapper. And no surprise to anyone, his representative Mojicon is a tiger. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> honey, honey. <hey. laughs> um, he is the he choreogra he choreographs most of Seventeen's routines. Um, he became a trainee in twenty eleven. He also is a black belt in Taekwondo and was a Taekwondo champion when he was young. Ooh. So not only is he a tiger, but he could beat you up. Not that he would do that. He wouldn't. Yeah. Um, he also appeared in Newest's face video. Um, his stage name means star in Japanese. Of course, it's it cute. And then he appeared as a guest judge on King of the Mass Singer. He's also uh, noted for writing and composing some songs. And the man is legitimately, no joke, out of anywhere,
1: is obsessed with tigers. I think in the Kelly Clarkson uh, thing where they like a- answered a bunch of questions, that's how he introduced himself. He pulled out his phone case and it had a picture of a tiger on it and he was like, tiger
0: (laughs) it was cute oh she okay i'm gonna tell you a quick story about like what happened at the concert i was at um Mm -hmm. because because s coops uh was on um he was on a mental health break right like he Mm -hmm. was on the tour and then he left the tour Mm -hmm. right before they got to la which like absolutely take a break (laughs) but i was like oh man like, I was so close to seeing S. Coops because I love S. Coops, but mm-hmm. he needed a break. And so he went back home to Korea, which absolutely he needed to take that break if he needs it. Mm-hmm. Um, So they let Hoshi be the MC for that concert, which was just a literal freaking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> but like in the best way possible. Like you could tell that 17 was just dying because he would just like stop everything and just do the like tiger thing and like have the whole audience like yell back at him.
1: Yes. For, like, far too long. And it was really funny. They're like, you're delaying the rest of the concert. Hurry up.
0: Oh, yeah. And so... I feel like he's the only person that could get away with this. So he was wearing like a shirt that had like a tiger on it. Right. Mm -hmm. And then he also had a belt on. Well, the belt buckle was a tiger also. Mm -hmm. So when they like zoomed in on him at the end, you know, like when they all wear their like um, concert tees at the end. Well, all of 17 had different versions of the OTU Mm t-shirt like made specifically like they made their shirts, I think. Yeah. That Um, makes sense. So his had, like, the tiger on it, right? And so when he did the, like, tiger thing, it, like, he pointed and the camera zoomed in on his shirt, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, showed the tiger and then it zoomed out. And then, no joke, he points down and he says, down, let the camera. And the camera zooms in on the man's crotch. (laughs) And he's, like, holding his belt. And I was, like... Are are you serious right now? Like is this actually happening? Like the whole the whole of the Staples center or no, the forum. I was at the forum. They lost it. I'm sure like as one would. <laughs> I know I did. I was like, "Bro, you're what are you doing?" <laughs> Worth it. Also, Hoshi is my friend Erwin's bias like he's obsessed with hoshi he loves hoshi he says that he can't bias anybody else from any other group because hoshi owns his whole heart and I was like bro calm down that's adorable it is it is I was trying to get him to pick a bias in another group and he goes I can't Hoshi owns me
1: (laughs) he's like he owns my yeah I love that (laughs) yeah I took
0: I went to Seattle to see 17 on the OTU tour and I took my friend Erwin and his girlfriend, Laura, to their very first K-pop concert for Seventeen. And from that prior, even prior to that moment, like Irwin has been overly obsessed with Seventeen. So I send him like Hoshi things always because
1: Hoshi is his favorite. That's, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one to have for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next, we have June, who is a lead dancer and vocalist, and his emoticon is a smirking cat. That's cute. Um, Jun is Chinese. He was born in China. He speaks Mandarin, Cantonese, and Korean. He became a trainee in 2012. He is good at martial arts, and he can play the piano. Um, He has writing credits, but he has also done a few OSTs, including the Chinese version of Dream from the King, Eternal Monarch. He's also had guest roles in three movies and several dramas. And according to Siong Junhui Jun Hui is known as the mother of the group. That's cute.
0: Yes. I love Jun. He's amazing. All right. Your uh, Okay. So next we have The Eight, who is a lead dancer, vocalist, and sub-rapper. His mojo Khan is a froggy. Um, The Eight is also Chinese, so he was also born in China. Um he is in charge of all the b-boying in the performance team which makes a lot of sense because he's really good at it and he did b-boying in China for about 6 years. Um he became a trainee in 2013 and the meaning behind his name is that the 8 is laid when you lay the 8 sideways it becomes the infinity sign and then most chinese people really like the number 8 so that's like why he went with it. Um, he has his driver's license. He has done um some writing and composing, and he did released a few singles as well as a few OSTs. He did the Chinese version of another song from the the King, the Eternal Monarch OST. Mm, so cool. it's pretty great. He's also part of the ninety-seven line group chat. It's
1: like just take everyone from the 17. most infamous, like popular group chat, like yes.
0: I don't. I hope that people know what I mean by when I say the ninety seven line group chat. I feel it's like if this, you know, you know.
1: I I hope. Like if you know, you know.
0: Yes. If you don't um, know, <laughs> if you don't know, just look it up. You'll figure yeah. it out. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, he wanted to be a superstar since he was young, so he got into an audition at school when he was in China, and then I think that's what led him to becoming a K pop idol trainee, and then joining the Playtus Entertainment. Um, he's firm on his own thoughts, but he can also accommodate others' opinions, and he also plays pranks often on some of the other members and the people close to him.
1: That's funny. Yeah. All right. Last, but definitely not least, we have Dino, who is the main dancer, vocalist, sub-ra- sub-rapper, and machne. His emoticon is an otter. That's adorable. Yes. And he he became a trainee in 2012 his parents are dancers and his father opened up a dance class and taught him how to dance he has his driver's license and mingyu was the one who taught him how to drive that's cute it
0: really is also totally explains why they're both my bias <laughs>
1: it must be close yeah yeah um he choreographed uh, for the song jam jam and for their song flower he appeared in orange caramel's copycat mv as well and he has a few writing credits he tries to show his own color and have more originality within himself and his stage name is an abbreviation of the word dinosaur and it was given to him because he will dominate the stage <laughs>
0: So when I read, so is it Dino, not Dino? It's Dino. Okay, I'm pretty sure it's Dino. But okay. like when I read this, I started questioning my entire life, and I was like, "Are we supposed to be calling him Dino?
1: Yeah, I like it just happened right now. I was like, "What? <laughs> I know. I'm now like
0: questioning my entire life. If there are any carrots out there, like, is it Dino or Dino? Like, yes. Someone tell me if it there are it could any be carrots who Dino
1: and this. just be still short for dinosaur.
0: I mean, Dino Dino was a dinosaur in the Flintstones, so it's not like he. It's not.
1: Yeah, exactly. But well, now I think
0: we're I'm, fine. I'm I'm questioning my entire life right now because of that. <laughs> um, I think we're good. But I have like one more story to tell before we end this. Cool. Um, so I wanted to try making like banners or whatever for concerts you know like people give out freebies and they like put all their time and energy like into making these banners right so I decided like I wanted to do that like try it out see how it worked and like just give them out to people um so I made two different ones I made a Mingyu and a Dino one um and so I was like posting on Twitter that I was gonna hand these out and then like what location I would be or whatever and I got them all printed and everything. And they looked so good. I'm like really proud of that, like being my first try, and like they yeah. looked really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I gave a bunch of them out at at the LA show, right? And so people then, like, tagged me in their tweets about, like, thank you for the banners and all that stuff. Well, one girl had gotten a Dino banner. I believe it was the Dino one. And she was on the floor for that concert. Like, I obviously was not on the floor. I was way <laughs> farther away. Yeah. Um, But she was on the floor for the concert. And apparently during one of the songs, he saw the banner mm-hmm. and, like, acknowledged her. And she was so excited. She was like, it was because your banner, because you saw it, and I'm so happy. And I was, like, crying. And I was like, (laughs) because that's, like, why I wanted to make them. Like, mostly because I just wanted to try it out to, like, see if I could. Um, But you
1: want to, like, show your love to that member or to those members or, Mm -hmm. yeah. You want that to, like, it's, like, your way of giving a message to them.
0: Yeah, I was so excited that that girl was able to have that like short moment with mm-hmm. her with her bias. Um and like I helped make that happen. Yeah, it was really I was, cool. I was so happy. I was like I was like even though like like that's it. it was like a piece of paper, like a sm- like a piece of paper is what like got her to be noticed by him. And that was enough to like make her She's like you made my entire year. And I was like, you made my entire year just by being happy. God. Oh, <laughs> it was so sweet. Um, Yeah. So I wanted to tell that I saw them in in Seattle, which was like. Amazing. It was interesting because it was pouring rain obviously because it was seattle um i was also sick which was not great Mm -hmm. um and so we went to the concert and the venue was not letting us take umbrellas in which didn't make any sense whatsoever because it was pouring Mm -hmm. um and then the signal inside the building was really bad and i had all these people that really wanted like banners and i couldn't send like any messages at all to try to give them to anybody it was a total nightmare um, but the show was amazing. I loved every single moment of it. And Laura and Irwin had the best time. And I think 17 was like the best group to be there. Like first concert because carrots are super chill. So it was like, it was good. It was good. And like the venue wasn't super full. Like we could have moved our seats if we wanted to because it wasn't like sold out it wasn't completely packed at all so we could have moved but i really liked where we were sitting so that's awesome yeah it was it was so good pretty sure i cried during that show because always
1: i was gonna say why not
0: (laughs) oh my god it was like when they sang um it was a specific song that they sang and then like the audience sang with them and it was like beautiful (sighs) but yeah it was absolutely gorgeous anyways um That's it for this episode, which is way shorter than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be super, super long. Proud of us. Proud of us. I know. a manageable time. A manageable time. So in the next, depending on like, because their discography is pretty big, but we might be able to cover it in like an episode. So depending on that, like we're going to cover the rest of Seventeen and talk about their discography. But before we leave, Chelsea, Bias, Bias
1: Record, tell us. All right. Well, S is definitely my bias. Like I over, like I pick him over and over again. I've got mm-hmm. that leader, leader bias for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, I don't know if I've one hundred percent picked a wrecker, but at the minute, Kwan is kind of pulling in my direction because I find him really funny. He's so cute. I love him. Yeah. And and you, I think you've made it very clear.
0: <laughs> My bias is... I have two. Um, is Mingyu and Dino. I love Dino. I think I have another one. Oh, no, I have three. I'm such a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Mingyu dino and dk dk is recent to my list of biases um but i'm literally dying over mingy right now because he is just eating it he's like he's my bias but he's also being my bias wrecker like he's wrecking himself (laughs) um i feel that it's these last two performances on like the james corden on james corden and on kelly clarkson like these two performances i can't i can't I made a whole gif of him like smelling a flower and like throwing it over his shoulder because it's just too good to not do that. <laughs> um, Absolutely. my bias wreckers are definitely gonna be like everyone else. Like Hoshi, had wrecks me constantly. So does Kwan. but S Coops is wrecking me so hard right now. He's a a lot. He is a lot. Like the He's one thing, adorable. like. The biggest thing that I love about Seventeen is it's not just that like their music is just super, super good and they all just have the most ridiculous personalities and they they mesh so well together and they work so well as a team. But if you are looking for a group that has these high quality powerhouse performances, like their synchronization is almost oh, inhuman.
1: For real. My coworker and I today were just watching their Weekly Idol like two times speed dance performance mm-hmm. and like they're all like perfectly in sync doing it twice the speed. There
0: is an episode, I don't remember which reality show, which um like 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 weekly idol, it's like one of those shows mm-hmm. where they had them all stand in a line and do their dance for it. And it was legitimately like every placement of arm, feet, body, head perfectly in sync. Mm-hmm. like it's almost like you can see a bit of it when you watch the james corden performance when they're standing in a single line in front of the yes. um mirrors mm-hmm. like they're so in sync and they work so well together it's like my it is i can't wait to talk about their discography because i watched carrot land and one of my favorite things in the whole world is when the units swap songs Ooh yeah. Because hearing a hip-hop version of Hug is, like, the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard. <laughs> it's really, really good. They kill it. They kill it. They do a really great job. Um, always. So, I think with that, we're going to wrap up this week's episode of If You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop. The show notes for this episode and every other episode will can be available on our website, anchorfm slash podcast feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by following our handle at loving K pod. And then you can chat with us in real time, um, by joining our Slack workspace and our discord server that we share with our podcasting network and invite links for those of be in our show notes.
1: Don't forget to rate review and subscribe to this podcast on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google play basically every other podcast app and be sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode for a promo from all the shows in the geek to geek media network. And don't forget to visit geek2geekmedia.com to find out more info on all of our network's podcasts and streamers.
0: And until next time, um, bye. bye! When toxic culture has you down.
1: When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the Geek2Geek Media Network, a community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Yep, and each other in real time, and we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu.